rest of the free life behind us now and are the good times really oh the best of the free life behind us now and are the good Howdy everybody, Cable Smith welcoming each and every one of you into episode 129 of Justified Pursuit. I'm tickled to death because uh, the good counselor is joining me from his office and his stream seems to be okay. <laughs> I don't know what to do, man. Got my mic set up. Yeah. Probably helps there's not a soul in the house, so I think I'm using the only, I'm the only bandwidth user at the moment. Huh. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. It's very nice. Um, so I just got back from Canada. I want to talk about that. But first, <laughs> Aaron calls me this morning. My alarm has yet to go off. It's summertime. I'm, you're getting up way earlier than me. I was like, uh, it was set for 7.15. And uh, she's like, I screwed up. And I was like, what? what? What happened? And she's like, Henry lost a tooth last night. And I was out. I wasn't here. And she's like, I forgot to put money under his pillow. And he called me and said that tooth fairy's not real. And I was like, okay. Problem solved, sounds like to me, man. <laughs> I said, okay, well, I'll deal with it. So, Give him a couple uh, bucks, move on down the road. If you want to see how I dealt with it, you can just look up my Instagram. But essentially, I put the camera up. He didn't know I was filming. I said, come in my office, son. And I said, uh, he, he first words out of, his, out of his mouth was, tooth fairy's not real. And I said, no kidding. <laughs> I said, but here's how this is going to work. I'm going to give you $10 instead of $1. And you're going to pretend like it's real because you're not going to ruin it for your sisters. It's called capitalism. He goes, all right. But I, his eyes were watering. Like he was upset. Like I could see as a parent, like a part of his childhood. Just Well, that's the first crack in the dam, dude. Yeah. Everything else follows from there. He probably will be over Santa Claus before Christmas. He might fake it through yeah. Christmas, but you know. I, I don't think I'm going to even let that. I think I'm just going to get him on team mom and dad and just he can be in on the gig for his sisters. That's probably the best approach. Um, do you have another thought on that? Because it's really interesting timing. And it has. Before I jump in. No, I was just I felt bad as a parent. But in the video, I was very clear to point out that his mom is a terrible parent and uh, <laughs> that, that she ruined this for him. <laughs> Which she, well, we've done it which she just times. watched at work and called me crying. She's like, I feel so bad. I was like, well, do better. <laughs> but this is, dude, there's been so many mad scrambles, like, like where the girls have lost a tooth and we both forgot. And I'm up there. Stella's crying. I think I even told, shared this story on the air. Like, she's crying. The tooth fairy's not real. And I, like, had it in my hand and, like, stuck it behind the, you know, bedpost. I was like, did you look back here? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that and the stupid elf if we could get rid of all these things our lives would be much easier as parents yeah we've had a couple of missed tooth fairies um but it was either this morning or yesterday i was thinking about how potentially treacherous it is to even have all this nonsense mm. because doesn't it set up our kids for a day where 
they'll look and say, well, if they lied about Santa and they lied about the Easter bunny and they lied about the tooth fairy, how do I know they're not lying to me about God? Yeah, that's a good point. Someone on Instagram commented and commented and said, you should just come clean with all of them. So they trust you. And so beyond that, and it'll be relevant, I think somewhat as we dive back into this guy, I'm holding up Brave New World. Yeah. I almost wonder, like, are all of these... There's been so many things that have been done to deliberately undermine faith. How do we know that the creation of all these little fake demigods? Yes. Wasn't designed... I mean, first of all, there's an uh, an aspect of paganism in it, if you think about it. Um, which, I mean, even like the Easter... The Easter Bunny is like for real paganism because it's... Mm you know, creating, you know, basically a humanoid figure out of an animal and, you know, totally bastardizing the resurrection a hundred percent, making it into well, a bunch of nonsense. So that's eggs. the resurrection. The opposite Santa Claus is the birth of our Lord and Savior. So I don't really see any difference between the two. Right. I mean, there's not. Yeah. Other than, you know, paganism tends to have like animal spirits and at least Instead I guess fat man with a white beard right um both of them are on actual pagan holiday dates they're not in any way correlated with the actual dates well easter at least correlates to passover but you know we picked the sunday of easter based on a pagan date and let it instead of having it always track against against uh um why am i blanking hmm I'm just gonna, I'm gonna bail out on you and let you through <laughs> this. <laughs> we just it, it aligned this year. Um, what is the holiday that? Oh my gosh, what's wrong with my brain? The holiday that was that goes on. You're being a real jerk. <laughs> Passover. Okay. Passover. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Final answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Anyway, I mean, what do you what do you think? Like, are we setting them up for problems in that regard? I don't here's remember. The I'll, here's the way I'll answer that: No, because I didn't not trust my parents when I found out, and so I think you can raise them the way that we're raising our kids. I don't think it's going to affect that, right? I think it's just something fun that we do for whatever reason, right or wrong. I, I like it. I think, and, and the kids love it. Like what kid doesn't, isn't excited about waking up on Christmas morning? Like, yeah, I think it's fine. And, but again, that's because we're raising our kids the, the way that my parents raised me. And so I never, I never struggle with that internally. Like, or, I didn't or, or like, uh, held any ill will or resentment towards my parents for not being honest about that. You're right. And I, was I never did either. And I never, I never once thought of it as a trust issue with them. And I don't ever recall doubting God because of, of having been, you know, told about these, you know, bunnies and fat elves and everything. Yeah. So you're probably right. It's probably a non-issue. I think to your point, like even as a young kid, I kind of re realized like, well, that was fun. Yeah. But 
now we're moving on, right? Yeah. When yeah. I was a child, I thought like a child. So you have you have four, which I, I know the oldest two can't believe any of it that at this point. Are you still are you do you still have two that are invested in it? I think Sarah is completely out of it and Emily she had a tooth uh we, we had a we had a missed tooth fairy uh moment uh -huh. just in the last few months actually she's turning seven in august um she was pretty easy to just dupe we did it the next night it <laughs> <laughs> was late <laughs> oh that's hilarious oh <laughs> uh, but you you know fourth kid it's kind of like give up mode not, not give up mode you're still i don't okay let me retract that it's not the same. I'm making that you're face not, because you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you looked like mortified. Like no, no we would never do truth that. in those words, buddy. Yeah, it's because like I was having this conversation with uh, one of the the bear guides in Canada, and I was like, oh yeah, dude, my my youngest brother is the youngest of four. He had a completely different upbringing than me, and part of it is because all three of the the, the other ones were already off at college. By the time he was in junior high, he was essentially an only child. And I was rebellious enough to where I broke my parents. Like they would, they, they didn't break on me, but by the time he was in high school, like I'd come home from college and I'm like, Hey, where's Chris? Oh, he's out with his friends. You know, I, what, does he have a curfew? No, he just kind of comes home, but you know, usually by one, maybe two, it's whatever. I'm like, what? I had to be home by 1059 or I was grounded for like a week. So, yeah. Yeah. Completely different um, experience. Yeah. You wouldn't have yeah, missed it, that on your first kid's tooth. We'll put it that way. Yeah, I, I doubt that Riley ever had a missed tooth. I, man, I say that. It might have happened at least once with each of them. Mm -hmm. it, and it, but, you know, like I said, okay, so she's almost seven, right? <clears throat> Henry's almost 11. Hmm. How long do they need to believe in the tooth fairy, really? You know what I mean? And two... Also, probably in line with what you're getting at, it becomes unsustainable as you have two and three other kids in the house that are over it, right? right. It's like with each one, for sure, the unveiling of reality is, gets you know younger and younger. It's just like, how do, you, how do you keep up with this nonsense? So maybe by Christmas, the cat's out of the bag on all of it, and we don't have to put the elf out. Maybe I would just ditch the elf if I was you. First of all, that's, it's that's not going to happen. It's creepy like part as all of hell. Christmas tradition around here, and whoever made that, and I'm sure they're laughing with their you know fifty million dollars in the bank. But I would sincerely enjoy punching you in the face, like right <laughs> in the freaking kisser, asshole. <laughs> yeah, we never did the elf on the shelf, so Ugh, I don't lucky. I don't really understand it or know anything about it. Uh, so I went bear hunting. And uh, yeah. the hunting was, it wasn't very good. It was very hot. I shot a bear, but it was, we didn't see a lot of bears. Like, Were you spotting and stalking? Yeah, dude, from like okay. miles. Like we'd see one on a mountain a mile away. And then by the time you could drive up there and stalk it, it may or may not be there because it's taken you 30 minutes to get over there. Right. Um, we had that happen multiple times. Um, Is this Queensland or? No, uh, Vancouver Island in British. No, Columbia. I mean like. Crown land. What do they call in Canada? Was it public no. land or? No, 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 no. It's all, it's all private land. Yeah. 
Crown's Land, right? Isn't that what they call it? I think so. Like the, they didn't the, refer to it that, but yeah, their public, was, their public land up there is called Crown Crown Land. But it's not public. It, it's all yeah. private. It's owned by logging companies, which is basically the roads you're driving are cut for, yeah, for logging. Um, but yeah, so the hunting was rough, but I took away some interesting things from my time there. And number one is that mo- most conservative Canadians think that Justin Justin Trudeau takes it in the ass. They think uh, he's complete completely uh you know gay <laughs> these are their words not mine and they said i his, mean they said his wife is is has left him and they only appear in public for photos but they're essentially estranged but no one will admit it because they kind of need to keep up the gig for his political career but yeah they think he's listen to the guy talk he he talks like these people I, no, that are nothing you're surprised nothing you're saying is even remotely surprising to me yeah Not so but to hear them all say oh he's gay as hell you know like yeah. uh i was like wow okay you don't see that in the news and you don't know that he's basically living sep- separated from his wife uh they also explained that the politics yeah she's probably getting it she's probably getting it with a lumberjack as we speak probably because she probably looked around and realized oh i am married an effeminate socialist douche yeah yeah uh but you they know, also explain the uh the, the political sphere in canada which i didn't realize but it's that's not too different than what happens in texas or any other state um but they just don't have the they don't have the amount of people living in rural areas to counterbalance it so and Vancouver's a big city, right? It's the biggest city in BC. But they said after Quebec and Ontario vote, nothing else matters because the population centers in Montreal and Toronto outweigh everyone else so substantially that it doesn't matter what they do, uh, which was interesting. And um, then they then they also uh, an anecdote on handguns, which Trudeau banned. You can't. They're like, yeah, you can't buy a handgun here anymore. Like that actually was passed into law, but but. My guy was like, but I didn't, I didn't own one anyway, and I, and I didn't want to get one, and here's why. I was like, but what about self-defense? He goes, no. If you own a handgun, it has to be locked in your safe, in your house. Right. You can't have it in your vehicle. If you are going to go shoot it, you have to go to a range. You have to alert the police that you were going to a licensed range to shoot <laughs> it, and it has to be in your trunk in a safe while you're transporting it. And if someone breaks into your house and you shoot them, you're going to go to jail. <laughs> yeah, sounds yeah. lovely. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one other wait, piece. Wait, let me, let me, let me. Before we get too far from it. Yeah. Getting back to Justin Trudeau's obvious homosexuality. Uh-huh. What do you know about Larry Sinclair? Not ringing a bell. So, are you keeping up with Tucker's new Twitter show? Uh, I haven't watched it. I know that. Fox sent him a, a cease and desist. Unlike the Africa trip, I wasn't completely detached from the news cycle right. in Canada, but uh, it wasn't dialed in like normal either. But yeah, I know that Fox said, uh, hey, buddy, knock off the uh, the Twitter stuff. But has he given them the middle finger and said, F you, I'm going to do it anyway? Uh, I don't know since he got the cease and desist if he's had another episode or not. That's just been in the last few days. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I'm not watching the show and I'm not keeping up with when he's dropping it and all that stuff. But I think it was either the second or the third uh, stream that he did. 
he mentions sort of off the cuff something to the effect of how it's widely uh, something like it's widely understood or widely um known now that uh former president barack obama had all kinds of strange uh strange strange uh, things in his personal life huh. something like that he didn't get real specific uh, and he immediately got dogpiled by, <clears throat> you know, Obama apologists challenging that idea. Again, there were, there were no specifics offered. And so, you know, no agenda. The only reason I know about it is because no agenda brought it up on Sunday's episode. Mm-hmm. And they were mocking this other show that had challenged what Tucker had said. And they were like, you know, certainly our listenership is very aware of all of former President Obama's um you well what was the word that they used in discussion his, his his personal picadillos i guess uh-huh. and uh they played some old audio from like 2007 early early days of no agenda where they were talking back then about this dude named Larry Sinclair who wrote a book that is still available to the public about his gay sexual relationship and cocaine binges with Obama. Wow. How have we never heard about this? Dude. Well, and the thing is, I had now that it was one of those things that just like... But you were like, no, no, I'm going to vote for him anyway. Dude, whenever (laughs) I... I think I I had heard about it in the briefest of terms and barely paid any attention to it. It didn't stick. You know what I mean? It definitely wasn't back when he was president. It came out like during his like late first or even second, I think maybe second term. It was okay. I only voted for him the first time for the record. But yeah, I mean, sure enough, like I'm looking at it right now. The book is called Barack Obama and Larry Sinclair. I gotta find like a summary of it. Let's see. Cocaine sex. Obama, he looks like he could snort a line. Oh well, okay. So I bought his old book way back in the day, and he that was a, that was a given. He admitted to that when he was young, right? Like when he was like college age, he he admitted to having used cocaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the book is called Barack Obama and Larry Sinclair: Cocaine, Sex, Lies, and Murder? Question mark. Okay, now that seems like a little bit of a headline grabbing title, but the murder question mark. Do you think the Clintons have ever offed anybody? Not today. Well, yeah, I think there's quite a few. Not today, few. is that what you said, or today? I think there's yeah, quite exactly. a few bodies buried in that closet, yeah. So why is that above or below Barack Obama? I mean, he was drone striking American citizens without due process. So yeah, that's a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he likes to party. He smokes cigarettes. You know, he'd do a little cocaine off a stripper's butt, something like that. Male stripper, maybe? I don't Apparently know. a male stripper. Right. Um, <laughs> anyway, I mean, the, I mean, the fascinating part is that there was an apparently an attempt to shut it down through the courts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Memoirist dodges suit after odd Obama claims. Courthousenews.com. A man whose memoir leveled accusations of gay sex, drug use, and murder at President Barack Obama does not have to face defamation claims from a political blogger he accused of. Oh. From a 
political does not deface defamation claims from a political blogger he accused of rigging a lie detector test a federal judge ruled mm. Mm. but i mean there's a lot of people you could call them conspiracy theorists that claim michelle is a dude and that she has a bulge which i've seen a lot of images where it seems like she has a bulge going on he she i don't know whatever yeah well there's certainly allegations in there about how she knew about it all along and yeah well who's surprised they're they've all been to pedophile island right oh speaking of that did you see that uh the jp morgan chase paid 260 million dollars to epstein's accusers or victims i guess no way yeah like like yesterday maybe monday for sure. We'll never know. Who Public, was I mean, it's been reported in everything from the Wall Street Journal to the New York Times. There's so yeah. many things going on in this world right now that all just scream the elites control everything and they don't give a <laughs> shit about you. Yeah. That's we're all sure. pedophiles like, and we're going to cover it up, but also we're going to just in case there you know we're not we're, we're not pedophiles actually that's our that's our public stance but by the way here's 216 million dollars to 60. the people that we got a little rapey with right yeah. i don't know for sure if barack obama has had gay sex probably um <laughs> but i do know for sure that there's an evil cabal of pedophiles that seem to be running the world that don't give a shit about us as you pointed out yeah. yeah, dude. Um, the guy who runs JP Morgan Chase, Jamie Dimon, who's one of the most powerful CEOs on the planet, had been on Epstein's plane, logged in at the island like 20 something times, dude. If you think about it logically, there's no other reason why these people would go to a remote island for unless they just wanted to do things that were so not appropriate outside, here inside the yeah. realm of what's socially acceptable that you had to go to an island to cover it up an so island it's in the virgin Islands. island there was a prosecutor in the u.s virgin islands who was trying to go after all these people who two months ago got fired yeah yeah how convenient and this isn't the first bank to pay out a multi-million dollar settlement over this it's, uh, Deutsche bank in germany did the same thing but so why is why is the bank paying paying them off just because he was there, like, why? Why is he? Why? Why? Why do they yeah, have the silence the responsibility? So that of, they can't drag him into a court, into into court, or the rest of the bank. I mean, the, the bank had financial ties to Epstein specifically. Then the CEO of the bank had his own personal ties to Epstein too, right? So, you know, the beautiful thing for them is for two hundred sixty million bucks, they bought all these people's silence. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have nothing else to say. They're gross. Oh, the, I do. I will say Tyrese. What about the hunt? The, we got the, way the, off. The actor, like, the actor Tyrese, is, he was on a podcast this week saying that, you know, the pedophilia is rampant among Hollywood elites. You know what I'm talking about? He, I think he was like in one of the Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah, he's in the most recent one that's oh. coming out right now. Yeah, well, he might not. That, that might be his last movie because you Sounds know what like happens it. when you speak out, yeah. speak the truth. But he's a mm-hmm. Christian. And that's why he was speaking out against it. So preach, brother. Yeah. Uh, the Let's hunt, see yeah. if he ends up a martyred Christian, I guess. <laughs> Praying oh, for end up a canceled one for sure. Yeah. Uh, no, so the hunt was okay. I mean, whatever. I shot a bear. wasn't uh, wasn't a big one, and it was. Well, if you really want to know, we saw these two bear. Well, we saw a mile away. Drive over there. We get there. Create, a, you know, a stalk. 
play the wind, and the sow is dragging the boar into the woods. They have no idea we're there. The wood line they went into was just like part of the logging, you know, landscape, and it was only about 70 yards wide. So we went around the other side thinking they'll come back, they'll come out on this side and start feeding again. So we get over there, and um, I'm like, there they are, there they are. And they're feeding in some, they call it uh, fireweed. It's a couple feet tall. You can't see the bear's head, but you can see their bodies. And the, the boar is always going to be behind the sow during the rut. They're following them. Yeah. Okay. The boar is in the back. Get my cameraman set up on him. And uh, I shoot it. Runs like 30 yards, falls over dead. We're all high-fiving. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. We get over there. And the guide's like, oh, we effed up. And he beats me over there. He's like a mountain goat. And... I'm like, did we shoot the sow? And he's like, no, it's two different bear. These are not the two bear we saw. Oh. And what, I mean, the odds were so astronomical, like, because those were the only two bear we had seen all day. We see these two, and then within like a hundred yard radius, there's four of them. So I was like, all right, I guess that's the end of the hunt. He said, well, we can buy you another tag as a non resident so we can keep hunting. I said, sweet. And they paid for it because it was their screw up. I mean, you don't argue. If there's one thing you don't do, it's argue with the guide. When they tell you to shoot something, that's, you know, yep. you're hunting in their area of the world. They're supposed to be the expert. They say, shoot that, you do it. And sometimes, you know, this, the stars align to throw a, a wrench in the plans, and that's what happened. He was super apologetic. And So how could he tell the walking up to it it was a different bear? Oh, dude, because it was like 180 pounds, and we were after the one we – the one that we were looking at through the spotting scope, butt was jiggling when he was walking like this, you know. It's like – sauntering along had no care in the world and uh this was about half the size of them so so hunting was rough didn't the last day we only saw one bear temperatures like i left texas and was greeted on vancouver island with 90 degree temps which usually it's you know 75 this time of year el nino yeah another thing they did tell me though it's really cool on in vancouver um they have a bad homeless problem not so much on vancouver island but vancouver itself uh, they do this cool thing where they just give the drug users heroin and needles. The government just gives them the drugs. And then, of course, you got to have clean needles if they're going to hand out drugs. But the neat thing is, is then the, the druggies sell the heroin to buy fentanyl because it gets them higher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yikes. And the fentanyl comes up from Mexico. Somehow ends up in Vancouver. So much. Yeah. Uh, shifting gears here, some really encouraging news, which the, you know how I feel about the women's national team, the soccer team. Those ungrateful, un-American biatches played a, what, I think, Wrexham United, or Wrexham FC is like a third flight English football team, and they beat our women 12 to 0 in an exhibition. Right. I watched all 12 goals, dude. It was like the dudes weren't even trying. They were just destroying them at will. Ladies offering no resistance. But yes, they deserve equal pageism because they're an equal product. Yeah. I wonder why they would even agree to that. Do you think it's because they've like bought their own? Like, I was watching one of the girls. She was literally telling the captain of the team that they were about to kick their asses. It might have been jokingly, but she was like, y'all are about to go down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think he scored three goals in like the first five minutes of the game. <laughs> it was awesome. 
Anyway, couldn't so have maybe happened to uh, like totally nicer group themselves of... into buying that they're like that that they're capable of, of that. Like it's not just a joke. Like wow. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like forty percent of the nation seems to have convinced themselves that a man can be a woman. So whatever. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. So, what did I? Uh. What did I miss? While I was gone, and I know you picked up a Brave New World, but there's so much going on. I don't even know if we'll get to Brave New World today. Mm. I'd have to do it next time because uh, you had me listen to the latest Dan Bongino this week, and it seemed like there's some pretty significant things. Did you pull that audio on. by any chance? The uh, the old audio from 2020 that he played, yeah. Oh, which we have yeah. never played on the show, so we might as well just. Give I've it never a, heard it. I, yeah, I'd heard so, about it, but I had not actually <clears> ever heard the audio either uh, well so what's interesting is we've all seen that video of of him telling that group of reporters about what he did about you know demanding that that person get fired and threatening to withhold aid right but right. i've never didn't know that audio recordings of biden's conversations with these ukrainian uh politicians were were out there the Ukrainian president prior to Zelensky and specifically what has happened since you were gone. First of all, for the first time in United States history, a former president of the United States has been charged and uh, arrested and released on bond for uh, alleged crimes related to uh, documents, the documents that he had had at Mar-a-Lago. Um, we are basically, I think you said this before, but this is just further evidence now, a banana republic. Um, we have a system of government, um, a judicial system that is not equally applied. Um, the constitutional mandate for equal protection under the laws is now shot. Um, it is illegal to be a conservative. It is illegal to uh, demand uh, actual justice. Um, it is okay, um, uh, for, for a political party in co coordination with federal law enforcement to m rig and meddle in elections, which that's not news. Cause this will be the third time in 12 years that that's happened. Um, they meddled in the 2016 election, ultimately deciding not to charge Hillary Clinton. Then they meddled in this last election covering up the Hunter Biden scandals. And now they're going after Trump, despite the fact that we all know that Biden did the same thing as a vice president and a Senator where he did not have constitutional authority to declassify materials. Unlike the president, Hillary Clinton did it again in 2016. She got not even a slap on the wrist. Mm. In fact, former FBI uh, director, Jim Comey said she broke the law, but didn't really mean to. So it's okay. Um, and I lost my train of thought. It's all bad. It's a bad... Yeah, dude, bad. but Trump was just arrested like a month ago in New York. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> Where so, they changed the statute of limitations on a law so that they could go back 30 years and arrest him for some... So that was a civil case, right? That was, right? That, was, that was so he could be sued. Um, two different cases. No, yeah, they they changed civil. They changed the law to allow for a one year period where you could sue somebody for sexual assault. You're right. So that's unconstitutional. Um, 
the criminal proceeding against him is based on this alleged claim that he was cooking books vis a vis how they paid off Stormy Daniels, um, which, you know, even leftist prosecutors have said is a case that should have never been brought. In yeah. fact, even Alvin Bragg had said it shouldn't be bought, brought when he was still in the district attorney's office, uh, but not yet the actual district attorney. Two prosecutors resigned from the New York City uh, prosecutor's office over the continued pursuit of that case. Um, so it's corrupt as F. I have a lot less of a problem with the state of New York um, flying off the handle uh, and 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 you know breaking the law and breaking the constitution than I do the actual federal government because yeah. the way that would work would be this federal government in you know through the Supreme Court and through the federal court system could rein in a state that goes rogue, but when it's the actual federal government itself abandoning the constitution, then the constitution no longer exists. And so impeached twice. Right. Brought, Under false pretenses both times. Right. For sure the first one. Statutes of limitations changed in New York so that they could sue him on a 30-year-old sex charge, sexual assault charge. And now we have this, which, dude, I could list some other rulers, dictators that imprisoned their political opponents. Most of them from the 20th century. Like all of Hitler, them are particularly bad guys. Colin. Good yeah. dudes. Biden. Add to the list. This is not how we do things in America. At least it wasn't. Yeah. It's the first time it's ever happened. And they're, and they're timing it so that they can drag it out during the 2024 election cycle. Yeah. So they... They have they have to charge him in in Florida because that's where the alleged crimes took place, right? So they they proceeded um, in the federal district court in Miami or whatever. Originally drew a judge that Trump himself had appointed. They pulled they they they, they then jerry rigged that, got out of having to do that, got somebody else assigned to the case. But I don't know if you saw the massive like protests that he erupted like when he checked in to be arraigned on Tuesday um and basically since but in particular the Floridian uh Cuban diaspora all the Cubans that fled communism there's a whole bunch of brown people speaking you know you know pidgin english spanish they came out in droves to support Trump which was not a good look for the cause so now Two, uh, two people from the Justice Department, one of whom is a guy named Andrew Wiseman, who was uh, the right-hand man for uh, the old, really old bastard that they appointed to go after him in the original Russia probe. Um, you know I'm talking about? Um, yeah, um, Mueller. His, his right-hand man who had, like, I don't remember all the specifics. Suffice it to say, he's corrupt as all hell. They're trying to move the case to New Jersey now because they realize instantly that they don't stand a chance in South Florida uh, of getting a jury to convict him on this. Um, much, <laughs> like how, much like how uh, um, John Durham didn't stand a chance of getting a conviction against Clinton's lawyer, uh, in in dc 
So they're 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 venue shopping to find some friendly jurists. Mm-hmm. Um, That's cool how you can just venue shop to fit your uh, your needs when it comes to prosecuting someone. Like Florida's not going to work out. Too many brown people here. Oh, by the way, we're not racist, but we see that there's too many brown people here for us to get the verdict that we want. But isn't it funny that they're afraid of the brown people not having their back on this? That's weird. People are supposed to vote for them. Isn't that weird? That's weird. Yeah. Um, Yes, comrade. That is weird. (laughs) (laughs) Then there is this leaked. uh, Okay, so about, what, 10 days ago, news broke. Do you want me to play the Biden clip, the old ones, before you dive into this? No, no, no. Let's let's wrap up Trump, and then we'll show how you know. As we've discussed many, many times, it's called the it's it's what James Lindsay calls the iron law of woke projection or leftist projection. If they if the left says that Trump slash their conservatives are doing it, you can bet your ass that they're the ones actually doing it, right? Yeah. Oh, you're colluding with Russia. It turns out Hillary was actually colluding with Russia. Oh, you're. Blah, blah, colluding blah, blah. with Ukraine. Yes. You're racist. Turns out they're the racist. Yeah. <clears throat> Before the indictment, news broke, news broke, mm-hmm. quote unquote, that an audio recording of Trump admitting that a particular document in his possession had not been declassified because his defense has always been, I'm the president of the United States. I have the constitutional authority to declassify anything. And any sort of process that the deep state has put in place, which they've attempted, is I can override it. Guess what? He's right. Uh He should be able to wave a magic wand as far as I'm concerned, because you know what? It's in the best interest of the American people to not have secrets that cannot be unveiled by our elected officials. And the idea that there is any information that the American people should never be allowed to see when the president of the United States feels it's imperative, that is the deep state effery at its finest. Which is why we still don't have access to the JFK files, which were supposed to be declassified, what, like twice already? Apparently we're coming up on a deadline to release the findings on the COVID origins and the White House is already claiming they're not going to do that either. No, but so there's laws in place that say you have to declassify this, and they just right now we're not doing that. Same thing with both of those cases. There's laws in place, and they're like, nah, laws. Who needs laws? Yeah, FBI is the most corrupt government agency that's ever existed. It's uh, that that's become blatantly apparent here in 2023. I mean, they colluded with Facebook. What recently they got subpoenaed to release something, and they were what was that in? That was uh, that happened when I was in Canada, but. Then they just said we're not we're not going to actually provide that document. That's what the FBI told the Speaker of the House. Yeah, they finally got it. Hmm. They threatened to uh, hold Christopher Ray in contempt contempt of court, and they finally got that last week, and they reviewed it. And the contents of this alleged document claim that initially it was reported that ten million dollars, five to Joe directly, and five to Hunter were offered as a bribe by, I think, Ukraine. And then a few more days later, it came out. There are actually vi- there are audio tapes where that, that former Ukrainian official, who I think was the president of the, of the country at the time, yeah. recorded 17 conversations with Hunter and two with Joe that supposedly proved that. What is not clear yet is whether or not anybody has their hands on those recordings, but it's in FBI records that their recordings exist. So that is what came out of that. And the Republicans decided then they actually laid down their sword and decided not to press this uh, contempt uh, charge against Christopher Ray because he ultimately 
complied. Getting back to the news that broke prior to this, <clears throat> the charges being leveled, CNN started reporting that there's this audio tape of Trump admitting that he has a document in his possession that was not declassified. So they, CNN reports on audio tapes of Trump, but I didn't see anything from CNN on audio tapes from Biden, including right. with taking bribes from Russia, uh, Russia or Ukraine. Nothing. Ukraine. Yeah. Right. I did see an article on CNN this morning that said the White House is firing back at uh, at Fox News's um, ins insidious, I think was the word they used. Oh, yeah. Mm. Insidious claims of Biden corruption. Something like that. Um, <laughs> but no, so check this out. <clears throat> so that comes out, right? That Oh, they've got audio where he admits that he didn't declassify it. See, he's in trouble. And a few more days goes by, and they publish parts of a alleged transcript of this said recording, okay? So they have a written transcript of the recording where he's talking to a, an author, somebody who's writing a book about his presidency or whatever. Mm. And he's sharing with the guy that he's got this document. And he's like, like the audio shows he's like holding the document and he's waving it about. First of all, it does not indicate at all that he ever handed the document to the man. Yeah. He doesn't speak about what it actually says very clearly anyway. Um, so it doesn't actually prove that he broke the law. It proves only that he knew it was classified and that he hadn't formally declassified it, I guess. And I, if I'm not mistaken, it was even before he left office. So he, yeah. I think he still had it in his rightful possession at that time. So it's certainly not any sort of smoking gun that proves that he was holding unclassified materials. Um, you know, Remember when they and, found those boxes of files in Biden's garage and nobody cares? We can get to that. <laughs> But check out what the document said, okay? What he says on this audio tape mm -hmm. is he's trying to point out how he was the guy getting us out of wars and how, just like Dwight Eisenhower told us in 1959, all of these military-industrial complex psychopaths were trying to get him into wars. The document that he's waving about was an attack plan for invading Iran. That Mark Milley, General Mark Milley, who was the Secretary of Defense at the end of his term and now has continued, uh, uh, is he? No, what's Mark Milley? Lloyd Austin is the new Secretary of Defense. Mark Milley is the really fat guy that was talking about making uh, the military read Ibram X. Kendi and who said that he oh. would tell China. He would tell his, he called China and gave, told him he'd give them fair warning if Trump does anything crazy. Remember him? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. That guy. Like a bona fide traitor. I'm so he's the chairman of the Joint enemy. Chiefs. He's the he's the current chairman of the Joint Chiefs. The other guy, Lloyd Austin, is the Secretary of Defense. He apparently, according to this recording, was pushing Trump to invade, to consider invading Iran. So I'm like, wow, what's the story here? That should be something we all know about. That's my take yeah. on it. Mm -hmm. That's what Trump was holding on to? Proof that these warmongering sons of bitches want to take us into war with Iran? That's so, worth knowing. Quick side note. I mean, we talked, what, three or four episodes ago about all of this being a uniparty. But, dude, I, it almost makes me want to just go buy a Trump t-shirt. I don't even like the guy. But the amount of crap that he has to deal with, 
I, I genuinely feel bad for him. Like, it, it's so one-sided and so corrupt. The scales tipped in the favor of the left on all of this stuff. It's like, I would, he has a bullseye. He walks around every day with a bullseye on his back. Like, what trumped up charges are they going to throw at me today? That I'm going to have to, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's going to all backfire on him. And if there is a fair election, he'll win. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, makes me almost want to just go get a Trump t-shirt. Which, again, I hope DeSantis runs. I don't even want Trump to run. But I get why he acts the way he does. Trump's in on it. He's playing the heel. And DeSantis is definitely in on it. He's a deep state hack. <laughs> there it is. You want to listen to that audio that we, true. for some reason, have never played on this show? So this is a... Uh, you had me listen to Bongino, so I just took it from his show. And we'll let him just kind of lay it out here. It's a couple it's, of clips, right? It's two minutes long, but just stick with it. Conversation. Joe Biden, he's right about to leave office as uh, vice president. Donald Trump's about to take over. Joe Biden is the point man in Ukraine. He's talking to uh, Ukrainian President Petro Poroshenko here. The sound quality is not great. It's not Joe's fault. It's a recording of a phone. It's not something we got off like a crisp uh, HD mic or anything if you even have those. But this is Biden talking to the Ukrainian president. Remember, his son is working in Ukraine, and he's alleged to have taken a $5 million bribe from Ukraine. And there's someone looking into that in Ukraine, the bribe to Biden. And his name is Viktor Shokin, and he's a prosecutor general. This is Joe Biden on tape talking to the Ukrainian president about the firing of Shokin. Now, Petr Poroshenko has a thick accent, but I want you to pay very close attention about, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds in or so, where the Ukrainian president after being pressured to fire Biden, remember that? Well, son of a bitch, they fired him. This is what this is about. I want you to listen to the Ukrainian president say, hey, man, we fired this guy, but I just want you to know he did absolutely nothing wrong. Oh, really? This has been out there like forever? Yeah, like forever. Take a listen. Assuming that uh, um, uh, there is a new government and a, uh, a new prosecutor general, Billion dollars. And despite of the fact that we don't have any corruption charges, we don't have any information about this, he doing something wrong. I especially asked him, no, it was day before yesterday. I especially asked him to resign. So he asked him to resign because he was investigating Biden. Congratulations on installing the new prosecutor general. It's going to be critical uh, for him to work quickly to repair the damage Shokin did. And I'm a man of my word. I uh, and that now that the new prosecutor general's in place, we're ready to move forward in signing that new one billion dollar loan guarantee. So yeah, audio not the best, but again, like Dan said, it's uh, recorded on a phone years ago when he was still VP. To sum it all up, do you, do you have the part Shokin, where he talks about how he doesn't want Biden looking into the money? I mean, Trump. No, no, no. I did listen to it, but I don't have that part. Uh, but yeah, so they're investigating this ten million dollar bribe. Hunter Biden's somehow working for as a, what some type of liaison to Ukraine. 
No, he's, he's on the board of five. directors on, of the Ukrainian gas company Gazprom or uh, Burisma. Gazprom mm. is Russian. So, so the guy Burisma. that Biden wants fired is investigating the bribe, basically. Right. And Biden tells the president, we'll give you, Ukraine, a billion dollar loan if you fire this guy that's investigating my corruption. And so that's what happened. And, and then you could hear like the, the president, former president of Ukraine's obviously had a thick accent, but he essentially said, the guy has done absolutely nothing wrong, but I did ask him to resign for you. Give me the billion dollars. It's <laughs> amazing, dude. Amazing. And nobody cares. Nobody cares. There's another recording in there where he's basically saying something to the effect of, I don't want Trump, who's coming into office. Sniffing around. Right. I, to think that he can, you know, Basically, like, was it basically, it was like, don't ask Trump for any more money mm -hmm. because if you do, then he'll want to sniff around and he'll figure out what's happened here. Yeah. But just like the way that started, where he's like, uh, um, uh, it's very, like, you can tell how hard he's trying to figure out how to say this to not, you know, to sort of hide the ball to the extent possible with something this grossly corrupt, right? He's like fumbling for words to basically say, hey, dude, I can't let, Trump figure out what we did here. Yeah. 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 He takes the long, the long way around there to get to that. It feels like we're living in a spy novel. And, and, and then there's more dude. The, there's apparently some Chinese guy too, who might have some audio recordings of, of Biden, but that guy is kind of, uh, disappeared. He came out, like a year ago, and then that this guy was rele relevant, and now nobody knows where he is. Weird, huh? But how can you listen to that as a leftist and like willingly be like, "Yeah, I'm going to vote for that guy again"? How can you? How, how can my brother listen to that? Actually, I sent him the link to the whole Bongino show and said thoughts, and all I got was crickets. So, don't think he took a, bothered to uh, take the time to listen. He's probably watching uh, CNN, being like, "Oh, Trump indicted, and what did Trump do now?" It's a big nothing burger with Trump. But meanwhile, this corruption—we've never seen corruption like this from a political party or one specific politician it's mind-blowing dude I, it makes me like this it makes me think like to sum up justified pursuit it's like this cute little show we do to talk about this stuff that doesn't matter because it doesn't change nothing's going to change all we can hope is that if we keep talking about it uh, and others keep talking about it that it will there's this guy named peter schweizer who's been writing books about these types of things for 15 or 20 years now mm. and like in 2011 he wrote a book alleging and spelling out how, based on available documentation, how Biden was the most corrupt politician in the history of this country. All of this that we're talking about, Peter Schweizer unveiled a decade ago. Hmm. We should read the book. He has several books. He has a book called Clinton Cash about how the Clintons, you know, used their corrupt uh Charity, you know, the one that stole all the money from those Haitians. Yeah. 
to make themselves fabulously wealthy and then this this biden stuff and yeah man um it's so it's so horribly disheartening that disheartening that people like your brother and my mother and my sister just refuse to like just refuse to avail themselves of what's actually happening in the world because they're so brainwashed by the conservative arrangement evil racist blah 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 Gary orange man but literally here's the audio no i can't be bothered to listen to that no. here's some right. audio of the person you voted for colluding with another country taking massive bribes but essentially trying to cover his own tracks from getting caught fire this dude that's looking into me okay Nah, nothing to see here. We'll vote for him again. Adam Schiff. It's interesting in though, news. because like, so this stuff is coming out, right? All these yeah. FBI whistleblowers are lining up. You know, it's the biggest political scandal in U.S. history. Yeah, well, so I, I do think he's going down. But you've he's been going saying down. that. You've been saying that leading before the twenty twenty four election. But it makes sense for the Uniparty to take him out. Right. Well, that's because he's a. Can you say retard in twenty twenty? Yeah, I mean he's a senile geriatric. Obviously, yeah. they he can't. He can't plausibly keep this up, right? They they barely squeaked him through last time. They're not going to pull it off a second time. He's a liability. It's the same thing I said about how one of these days the Clintons are going to be thrown under the bus because no one's above the party, right? Joe Biden's going to make a beautiful scapegoat. If they ha if they axe him, they can blame it all on him. He's the fall guy for Obama's corruption. That's one of the things Bongino's been banging away on for a, a while now. Is that Biden gets to be the fall guy for all the shady crap that Obama was actually pulling? Let's, He's going down, let's, dude. Let's talk Bongino. I know but you. The thing is, I don't think show. they have a backup plan yet. I listen to the ones you tell me to listen to. I like it. I like I like his unapologetic approach. I like the show, but dude. He's he's in bed with Trump, like and if Holy. in if the Uniparty is legit, like he's a part of that. Listen, I think that you and I and the guys from No Agenda are the only four people in the oh and Mo are the only five people in the whole world that are always telling the truth with no bias at all. <laughs> <laughs> in the whole world, all the rest, everybody else that's speaking in public has got a bias. I talked about how I like I, I spent, you know, when I first started listening to Bongino, I was listening, trying to figure out like where is this guy's angle? I know yeah. he has an angle. And then I finally figured out one angle for sure, you know, he owns uh Rumble, part of Rumble anyway. Mm -hmm. And Rumble already bought that outfit called Truth Social. And so he's got major financial investments in creating what they're all calling this parallel uh economy and parallel information system, right? So you know, driving, he's not, I don't, I don't, I can't tell anywhere where the dude's lied to me. Um, but you're right. He, and he admits it. He's a Trump guy for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's unapologetic about that. And he, he's like, I'm an opinion host. So I get to have an opinion and stand by it. Right. And I, he has a book called follow the money. We should read sometime. Um, but yeah, he's a part of it. 
He was a but, but I also don't feel agent. like I don't feel like one yeah, of the I top secret like, service agents that there was. So like going back to what like you said, he, he's not lying to us, but he's he's definitely financially invested. So take that for what it's worth. But they all are. You know, you said that you think Tucker's just a big he's just a chess piece in the game. Yeah. So uh Adam Schiff. Back in the news, and I'll I'll let you remind us who he is and why he's relevant. Who? Adam Schiff. He's a congressman from California who is a absolutely a demon incarnate. And I mean that very sincerely. And Tucker actually says it too. That dude is possessed by the devil. But he was the lead um, prosecutor right. in Trump's first impeachment trial right. he was the head of the he, house dude, intelligence committee the at the time the the, the the tape speaking of ukrainian investigations right they impeached donald trump for allegedly doing which he didn't what yeah. biden actually did <laughs> right oh, this is the guy to yeah. your point that led that and the transcript if you remember they were he had that tape recording that we've all heard that he called a perfectly it was a perfect it was a perfect call it was perfect adam Schiff was claiming on television to be reading directly from the transcript and friggin lied. He made up things that weren't in the tape and he was like, he has been censored for it now under the current Congress. I don't, I think he's currently censored. No, he, that's where I'm going with this dude. Okay. He's not. So this is going to make your blood boil. That he was censured, attempted to, but they had a vote yesterday. 20 rhinos sided with the Democrats and shift is once again free to do what he wants, dude. No accountability because we had 20 Republicans side with the Democrats. So do you have any idea what the number, I mean, so basically am I correct? That's only like one or two more that would then was needed. I'm not sure what the number needed was, but yes, it was so disheartening to see these rhinos just total cucks <clears throat> letting this guy get away with it what they it, have dude well, imagine what the deep state has on those 20 so i also read in the I same article they just threatened to kill him like I, uh, you know yeah. like i mean i guess like they have access to everything those people have ever done everything they've ever looked up on their phone every you know weird fetish that they've looked up on pornhub all of it is tracked and backed up somewhere. So I guess it's just super easy to just control these people. It just doesn't make any sense unless, unless they are being manipulated, which they have to be because totally why, why else would they side with the Democrats to let this guy who lied on tape, prosecuted the sitting president on a trumped up charge, just let him get away with it. scot free. But in the same article I, I read, this is the best part. Uh, shift is, going to run for Senate because right. Diane Feinstein is retiring. So, yeah. So he yeah, gets away with like, it and he likely will get a promotion. <laughs> right. That's the world we live in. Uh, I ate dinner with some high school buddies last night. One of them's from California. He's from here. He lives in California. That's where his wife was, was born and raised. San Francisco area. He told me, he looks at it and dude, he just laughs to himself. Like he's but. They don't, she doesn't want to leave, uh, but he said it, it's a joke. You go to Walgreens, the 
the shelves are empty because everything's been stolen. And now the, 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 the criminals take it as far as to just set up a table outside of Walgreens and sell their wares they stole from the store outside of Walgreens. <laughs> so you don't go to the store anymore. You just go to the, the middleman who just, or he already went to the store for you, and now he just sells it in front of the store that he stole it from. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. He also said his, they have to do something, though, because they no longer teach algebra in public schools because it's racist. Math is racist. And he was like, you know, we always heard about that, but no, he's like, it's true. They don't teach algebra. And he's very smart. He went to Northwestern and got a full ride. Very smart guy. He's like, I, I, my kid has to learn math and algebra. They don't teach it now because it's too racist. That's why I still doesn't want to move. All that, and she's like, no, California's awesome. Pretty much. Does she think that Texas, despite having married a Texan, she doesn't know anyone Texan. here, and so she doesn't want to move? No. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, also out of California, this is great. I told him about this last night, and he just laughed. He's like, yep, yeah, that's far for the course. Um, but California is sympathizing with gay, gay male couples. And lawmakers are pushing forward a bill that would define gay men's inability to have children as an infertility issue that needs to be covered by health insurance through expensive surrogacy services. So you're a man, and you're plugging your other man, your your man buddy, your partner. That doesn't work to make a baby. No. So now you're infertile. So it's so funny how they can just manipulate science however they want and just say no you're well are you shooting blanks no i'm just shooting it in the wrong sex they're not blanks well i guess you're infertile then so let's make taxpayers carry the burden or or the health insurance industry carry the burden but who's going to end up paying for it well it's going to be not you it's going to be everyone else that has health insurance or everyone else that pays taxes or whatever it is that's the world we live in it's California bill SB 729 that seeks to, oh, here's the best part. They summed it up very nicely in the article. It seeks to redefine infertility to be a status as opposed to a medical condition. There it is. Rewriting definitions. That's what the left does. Every discovery in pure science is potentially subversive. Even science must sometimes be treated as a possible enemy. Yes, even science. Science is dangerous. We have mm. to keep it most carefully chained and muzzled. Yeah. What are your what are your overall takeaways from Oh, there it is from Brave New World. Yeah, which we will get we'll we'll do part 2 next week. There's just so much to get into this week. Um also wanted to play this because, you know, it's Gay Pride Month and dude have you seen all of the videos from just regular old gay people who are denouncing Pride Month because it's turned into a, a show where uh, tra- trannies show their titties on the White House lawn? What a disgrace to the country, by the way. Thanks, Joe Biden, for that filth party you threw at uh, the White House. But, I was thankful for it. Yeah. You know, much Despicable. like um, Sam Brenton, like, by all means, keep promoting these sick and deranged crazy people. 
and you'll just keep dry. I mean, the, I don't know if you're noticing, but the polling, like, they're. I'm not surprised that normal everyday gay people are following the rest of the country to, boy, you guys have jumped the shark because they have. Yeah. And the more of that crap that happens, the further and further public opinion gets driven towards, how about we chill? Right. And here's the thing, man, you know, corporations have been pushing this for years. They're backing off big time, not just Bud Light and, and Target. All of them. From firsthand experience, I'm telling you, there's a lot less rainbows this year than there have been the last three or four years. A lot less. Hmm. The, the pushback is real. The whole go woke, go broke thing is starting to be understood. Oh, everybody except for your you know, wonderful owner of your Dallas Mavericks, speaking yeah, of I ambiguously gay. There's no doubt that he's had gay relations, right? I don't know. His, his son goes to my, in, my, my mother-in-law's uh, school. So I know he has, you so, know, not, she says he's a nice guy. I don't know. No I, idea. There's lots of nice gay, gay guys. That's not my point. That's, oh, that, yeah, that, that's true. They're, some of them are actually nicer than. Does he of, put off his straight vibe? I've met him. I didn't, I didn't really get a gay vibe from him. Although he was like, oh, I got to put my mask back on for a photo. <laughs> Cause we were at a concert where it was like a charity thing. And, uh, I was like, hey, Mark, can I get a photo? And he's like, yeah, sure, but let me put my mask on. <laughs> it was like in the middle of COVID. Yeah, anyway, so uh, Cuban's own personal homosexuality aside, he uh, thinks that it's cyclical. Like, he's like, no it's big fine. deal, I guess, yeah. that, that Bud Light's lost $25 billion. Um, it's a weird take for a billionaire that's made his... Yeah. You know, I like the fact that his buddy from Shark Tank, Kevin O'Leary, is taking the complete opposite opinion on all this stuff. So saw that too. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, yeah, it doesn't. I'm glad to hear. I mean, it's just that we there's there's a whole there's whole organizations being formed around you know gays like basically helping protect kids from transition hormones and surgeries and stuff like it, it's insanity, dude. We're in upside down world and. There's so I, so you're saying that, but I'm going to read you something that flies in the face of what you're claiming. And that is, so, you know, I have a buddy who anonymously works for Southwest Airlines. Him and his wife were forced into vaccinations. Uh, and he sends me stuff from, from time to time. And we will always protect his anonymity. Uh, but he sent this to me on, this is from... This week, it is from Min. It is from Manzel Chapman. He is the TA of the DEI Council for Southwest Airlines, and the uh, email says, "Please join us if you're able for an exciting makeup tutorial from the one and only Jacob Peterman. Jacob is a senior support services associate with." Southwest Airlines University, and when he's not making an impact at SWAU, he's making an impact as a drag artist. Pride events are not just limited to parades. Join the fun from the comfort of your home and get ready to look swamazing. They gate up Southwest swamazing. Rather, you participate in the fun or observe for inspiration brought to you by your T-A-D-E-I counsel menzel chapman so you're saying what you're saying and i'm reading you what they're actually doing 
I didn't say all of them. <laughs> I didn't say all of them. But there Thank are companies that are laying for down, that gym. There, there are, are lots of companies that are laying down the sword on this. Yeah, Southwest is not one of them. Obviously. Which has been his whole like, you know, he listens to the show. I don't know if he listens to every episode, but he listens and he feeds me these little nuggets when they come across via email. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but hey, yeah, but they're totally not trying to indoctrinate, you know, kids. And, and, you know, I have family members that are gay and they have kids and they would never do this. But when people say they're not trying to indoctrinate, this is a mom. This is a mom holding up a boy baby, probably, probably three or four months old. I'm guessing he's in diapers. He's got a big old rainbow onesie on. And uh, this is the non-binary mother. This is what she wants out of life. Gay baby. It's a gay baby. Gay baby. Gay, gay, gay. Please be gay. <laughs> oh. Okay. Be what you want to be, but be gay. Okay? Thank you. <laughs> right? No pressure. No pressure, but pressure. No pressure, but pressure. Be gay. You're a gay baby. But no, we're not mentally effing these kids up from the ripe young age of how old did you? You saw a little bit of the video there. What did the kid look like? He was a couple months old. <laughs> and she's, here's the gay baby. No pressure, you, but be gay. You broke me. I think I'm done. We're not done yet. We're not done. Because we have to continue, Chisholm. There's other things in the world that we must discuss. Like Seattle judge, the Seattle, I think she was a circuit, no, district court judge, uh, issued a landmark ruling last week in the case of Haven Wilvich. Haven Wilvich, interesting name. Haven Wilvich versus the Olympus Spa. A woman's only spa, Chisholm. See, Haven, be. Haven has a dick, and the yep. women don't want to see his dick. It's a traditional Asian spa. Um, the spa citing, we have an obligation to protect the safety, legal protection, and well-being of our customers with a biological female-only policy. But District Court Judge Barbara Jacobs, weird that it's a woman who ruled against women. Uh, she ruled... His dick is needed at the spa for all to see. So there's that. There's that. Now you might be broken. If you weren't, now you are, certainly are. And I, was then, uh, I knew about that. And then I want to throw one other thing out there. It has nothing to do with tranny talk. Uh, but have you seen the backlash that the Biden administration is facing from Native Americans? Uh, pipeline stuff yeah yeah well it's not it's not don't know if it's uh actually pipeline but they're making like you know part of their tribal lands within five miles of their tribal lands where they some of them own the land um protected to where you can't drill for oil okay so yeah. again this administration taking a big old fat steamer on what i would say is probably an impoverished segment of the population saying you can't drill on your land 
Yep. So keep them oppressed. Like a good old leftist should do. But no, we're not racist at all. So there. Now I think I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. That blew my load on some... Oh, here's one cool thing. See that church that burned down after the uh, demonic pastor uh, called God a lady? No. Oh, it's good stuff right here. I wish I had it handy. Um, <laughs> was it un- unless they find out that it was an arsonist and it was a Christian that did it, and then they'll be like, "Oh, Christians burn down church." You know the headline. Not yet. Um, I want to say lightning. I want to say it got struck by lightning. Now that hey. is a God thing. Yeah, this pastor at this church last week was praying and started referring to God as mother. Praying to mother God and about how we have always referred to you as mother earth and and uh, wait, mother earth, mother nature. And so mm-hmm. therefore mother God. Yeah, yeah. And like the next day, the church burned flat to the ground. And it was interesting because like two or three times in various things I've been paying attention to this, that, that passage about how God will not be mocked keeps coming up. God is being mocked relentlessly by the left every day. Yeah. Right. I mean, the sisters of perpetual indulgence at Dodger stadium, right. Hmm. God's being mocked relentlessly. He's not going to put up with it much longer. And apparently he was over that church because yeah, burned to the ground. There was this awesome, I think Instagram video or maybe Facebook video that that actually showed me about it. Um, where this dude was breaking it all down and, uh, yeah, the commentary was, was quite funny. You saw the, I don't think he was a preacher, but he was quoting scripture at a pro-choice rally and they arrested him. Yep. He won. I know. I know the charges were dismissed, but the fact, the whole exchange between him and the cops was very, he was non-confrontational. He wasn't physically aggressive. Yep. And he was like, why? I'm allowed to, this is a public space. I'm allowed to say what I want to say. It's free speech. And they were like, no, we don't care. You're arrested for disturbing the peace. He's like, I'm just quoting Bible verses. Yeah. Arrested him. They're the ones. Christians are being persecuted. Right. Yeah. In the name of killing babies, we're going to arrest you. Okay. All right. I'm defeated too. It sounds terrible. And I hate life. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't really know what to say about this country. It's a, disgusting cesspool how about that for a summary y'all maybe we'll be we're gonna better. finish recapping a brave new world i think it's gonna get a lot more and i don't really hate life i love life i just hate the world that we live in yeah. this come soon all right well that's gonna do it for what are we at dude 129 episode 129 of justified pursuit until next time i'm cable smith or chisholm cook y'all have a great week we'll do it again soon take back the rainbow Deep in the belly of my soul I'd sparkle and I'd shine I might be a diamond in my own sweet time And I wish I was a chunk of coal